Welcome to Encourage the Believer. Our goal is to share truth and strengthen the body of Christ. Here's Brother Tim Bell to share our encouragement for today. Hello and welcome to Encourage the Believer, a podcast that is designed to help those in the body of Christ get that encouragement that they need to get through the day sometimes. And it's maybe just a word, maybe it's a verse, maybe it's a song, something that will edify Jesus Christ and give them that little boost that they need. And I trust that this is a ministry that is encouraging your heart. And if you like our ministry, please let others know about it and uh, post it in Facebook or on your Instagram or Get it out there as much as you possibly can so that we might be able to help those that are in need. Uh, today, I want to talk to you very quickly uh, about a subject that, you know, I'm not going to get into medical detail, but I just want to use it with a spiritual slant, so to speak. I, w- I want to talk about bipolar faith. And what does it mean to bi- be bipolar first? That, you know, you're, you have the dramatic mood swings up or down. They're either extremely high or they're extremely low, and it could be within minutes sometimes uh, for an individual. But uh, sometimes I believe that our faith in the Lord can feel like we've become spiritually bipolar. And we can find this in Psalm uh, 42. Let Let me read this to you real quick. The Bible says, uh, as the heart panteth after the water brooks, so my uh, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When I when shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night, while they continually say uh, unto me, Where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me, for I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God with a voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept holy day. Why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thou uh, disquieted in me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. O my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore will I remember thee from the land of Jordan, and uh, of the Hermonites from the hill Mizar, deep calleth unto deep at the noise of thy water spouts. All thy waves and all thy billows are gone over me. Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the, uh, the daytime and the night his song shall be with me and my prayer unto the God of my life. I will say unto God, my rock, why hast thou forgotten me? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of mine enemy? As with a sword in my bones, mine enemies reproach me, while they say daily unto me, Where is thy God? Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him who is the health of my countenance and my God. Man, I mean, can you just see the ebb and flow, the high and the low and the high and the low in that in that passage of Scripture in Psalm 42? I mean, his heart breaks 
as he remembers his former joy in the Lord, a joy that has turned to sorrow. Simply put, he says, why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? Then he encourages himself. He says, hope in God. He also says, I will praise him again, my Savior and my God. But just like that, he becomes sad again and cries. Now I am deeply discouraged. Again, he remembers the Lord. He basically says in confidence, but each day the Lord pours out his unfailing love upon me. Does this mean it's time for celebration? Hardly. Not hardly. Rather, it's the profession of God's love that leads to further complaint. Oh God, my rock! Why have you forgotten me? Finally, he ends by repeating the refrain sung earlier. Why art thou cast down on my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him who is the health of my countenance and my God. Hey, folks, does, does any of this seem familiar to you? I mean, you could be having one of the best mountaintop experiences a day in your life, and within minutes, something happens, and you find yourself looking up to see bottom. You could be looking up to see bottom, and within minutes, you're on the Mount of Transfiguration, not wanting to leave. Have you ever been there? Has that ever happened in your life? You know, I know that there are a lot of people in 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 Christendom today that that will say that's not how I've never been that. You know, okay. But for those of us who'll be honest, I just want to say this. We have been in those situations where we're on the mountaintop and within a day, within a 24-hour span, we find ourselves wondering what in the world happened. I know I've been this way. From the, the, the longing to see the Lord to sadness, to sorrow, from sorrow to hope and praise, then to discouragement, and then an acknowledgement of God's love back to, you know, crying and, and finishing with hope and praise. I mean, this is all only in 11 verses. This guy is giving. And David was, <laughs> this is not just any psalmist. It's what I want to want you to, you know, to, to realize here. I mean, he has that famous title, a man after God's own heart, and he was feeling this. He was he was all up and down the scale. Read it again in, in verse uh, chapter uh, 42. But when I read Psalm 42, I'm encouraged by the utter reality of David's faith. It it, 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 it it helps give me a better perspective of what strong leaders in, in, in Scripture and in their walk and the desire to serve the Lord, what believers go through. 
I mean, if this can happen to a man after God's own heart, then it can happen to me. It can happen to you, correct? I mean, it, that's the thought that I see that it's this is not something that is just going to specially happen just for you, Timmy boy. No. This happens. And, 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 and listen, this wasn't in in uh, in the summer of 2023. We're talking over 2,000 years ago that this was going on. So whenever I read this, I automatically think how strong of a faith that this man had in his God. There's no pretending here. And he was very authentic in the way that he was presenting it. It's a testimony of faith that hangs on to the Lord in the twists and turns of a living relationship with him. Hey, look, when, when, when I talk with people about the Lord, I tell them I'm not a Baptist. I, you know, I could care less about the denomination. What I tell them is, I am a child of God. I am a believer that has a living relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And in any relationship, you're going to have twists and turns, and you're going to have things happen that are going to test that relationship. And too many day, too many times, especially in 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 today's culture, do we have men and women and young teenagers and twenty somethings and thirty somethings that they get a little bit twisted in their faith, and they go off the rail, they go off the scales. Let me ask you this question before we close out here. Does your relationship with God ever feel like this? And, and let me ask you this. Why do you think faith can be like this? Let me ask you this question. What, what helps you to hang on to the Lord in times of sadness and doubt? What helps you to have hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. What is it that keeps you from totally losing faith in God and walking away from Christianity and, and walking away from this relationship with Christ? The honesty and the reality of this psalm encourages me to the point that when I struggle in my relationship with the Lord, I can go to this psalm and I can see exactly what's going on. Because I've been there. It reminds me that, that faith is not this mystical thing, but a living relationship with a living God. Hey, don't pretend that faith in God is all smiles. Whoever, whoever told you that, they're lying through their teeth. 
This faith cannot get stuck in the muck and mire either. But we need to pray and cry out to the Lord honestly when we're in despair and to confess his faithfulness. So let me give you this before you go. The psalmist says here, Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime and in the night his song shall be with me. And my prayer unto the God of my life, I will say unto God, My rock! Hey, is God your rock? Is God your rock? Is he your buckler? Is he your high tower? Is he your fortress? Is he your shield? Is he the one that loves your soul more than anything? Does your soul, does your heart thirst after God? After the living God? Hey, I trust that when you get to that point and you have that feeling of a bipolar faith and you're up and down. Hey, get that leveler out. Get that one ingredient that can give you that level of assuredness and peace and comfort to know that he is your God. He is the one that loves your soul. David said, as for me, Thou upholdest me in my integrity and settest me before thy face forever. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. I hope you're having a wonderful day today. And if you're not having a wonderful day, go get into the word. Let your soul thirst for the word and let it cry unto the Lord. And don't have that bipolar faith. And remember, as you go through the day, to encourage the believer. Hey, listen, it does the body good. Until next time, God bless. Thanks for joining us on Encourage the Believer. If you like what you hear, be sure to follow the podcast and share with your friends. See you next time.